Bill Gothard's shiny happy people cult, otherwise known as IBLP, ruined the lives of thousands of people around the world. This was a cult making $60 million per year exploiting homeschool families, and it's the cult I grew up in before I escaped when I was 18 years old. Shockingly enough, the IBLP cult is still active today. Prime Video's documentary, Shiny Happy People, puts the Duggar family of TLC's 19 Kids and Counting under a microscope, uh, but in reality, their story is just a microcosm of what was really happening on a worldwide scale. Uh, joining me again is my good friend Bryce. Bryce, how we doing, man? Hanging in there. Yeah, he's another ex-cult member. Uh, and we have another very special guest, Grace. Welcome to Friends with Davey. Hi. And congratulations on surviving the shiny, happy people cult. Um, now, you're... I, I'm, I'm really glad you're here. Uh, because Bryce and I have said so many times, uh, we've just repeated this, how difficult this cult really was mm -hmm. for women, um, how dangerous it was mm -hmm. for y'all. Um, so I know everyone is going to be really excited to hear your perspective on this. So, so thank you so much for joining us. Um, originally Bryce, we were going to talk a lot about, uh, the training programs that Bill Gothard started, uh, or created, uh, for the IBLP cult. Uh, most disturbing, in my opinion, uh, was the ALERT program, his paramilitary organization. Uh, but we've got so much to talk about with Grace that we're going to be moving that to the next episode uh, so that we can really uh, give Grace the, the the time that she deserves to, to kind of share her experience in the IBLP cult. Uh, we're also going to be talking about my relationship with Laura Smith, who was featured very prominently on the Shiny Happy People documentary. Uh, so we'll be addressing that. Uh, producer Josh is not going to sneeze anymore at all. It was a cough. Okay. It was a cough. Was I'm going to need you to just pipe down over there. All right. Put you in the prayer corner. <laughs> oh, you guys sound so cold. Like some He's real going cult to the prayer room, y'all. Uh, and then uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about what happened with, uh, with Jim Holt, a uh, close family friend of the Duggars that was also featured in the Shiny People or Shiny Happy People documentary. Uh, he's got a little bit of his own scandal going on right now. Um, and then just for fun, at the very end of the episode, I'm going to show y'all a picture of me and Bryce uh, when we first met and we're fresh out of IBLP. So that'll be uh, that'll be really exciting. But first, I really want to hear about Grace's experience. Uh, Grace, your family, your family joined IBLP early 2000s, mm -hmm. but left like probably not even a year mm -hmm. before Bill Gothard was uh, was kicked out of his own cult. Yeah. Right? So yeah. Tell, tell me a little bit about your experience. So I think that, like, it's first worth saying that, like, we didn't leave leave because we still did all of the same stuff. It was just kind of this shift where we were like, oh, Bill Gothard is bad, but we're going to keep with all of the same teaching. Right. Um, my parents came into it because they wanted to homeschool their kids and they were Christian and none of their like family backgrounds were like that. And they didn't mm. really know what to do. They both came from really dark backgrounds. Okay. So they had no idea how to be like parents and they looked around at other people and they're like, Oh, well those people like seem to have it together. Their kids listen, their kids like are so smart and well-spoken and blah, blah, blah. So, Oh, they homeschool. We'll homeschool too. So they followed these other people. So they didn't like set out to be like, oh, we're going to join this cult called IBLP. Right. They started out being like, oh, we're conservative Christians and we homeschool. Mm -hmm. And then, and then, and then, and then they turn right. around and they're like, we talk more about what Bill Gothard wants than what Jesus wants. Yeah. And these other men. Uh -huh. And so that was kind of where they started to unpack it. 
that's when some stories started to come out about women saying like, hey, like I was inappropriately touched by Bill Gothard. Yes. I, um, other stories like people saying like, I was physically abused a lot, blah, blah, mm -hmm, blah. Mm -hmm. um, they started to be like, this is really dark. We're gonna take a step back. We're okay. gonna stop, you know, going to conference stuff. We're gonna stop using a lot of those books and things. Um, by that time, I wanna say it was like 2013, 2014. So okay. I was like a junior-ish in high school. So it's like the damage had been done. Right, right. You'd already degree. been through it at that point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I already was in a mind space where I was like, my entire job is to stay a virgin until <laughs> marriage and have like seven children and blah, blah, blah. Like obviously I already thought that. Right. Um, and then when my parents kind of pulled back and they were like, we don't have to do that anymore. I was like, what? Wait, <laughs> the culture shock, immediate <laughs> like, culture shock, right? Yeah. 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 Now you're okay. So Bryce and I were talking about this, mm -hmm. that this, this cult attracts two types of people. Mm. Um, evil people that want control and power, right? Or susceptible people that just need answers. Mm -hmm. They're looking for a solution, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And I feel like your parents probably fit into that second category. Yes. Where they're just looking for answers. They're looking for the right way to do things. Mm -hmm. And so here's this guy, Bill Gothard, that's validating all of the things that they believe, yep. saying all the things that they want to hear. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, well, this is perfect. Yeah, yeah, this is exactly what we've been looking for. Yeah. Here we go, right? Yeah. And, and like, that's the psychology of every cult, which I'm super fascinated by cults anyway. Mm -hmm. um, and it really tends to attract, like, predators or prey. Yes. For the most part. Yes. And my parents definitely fell under, kind of like when you were talking about you went in already broken. That was kind of my parents to a degree. Not as mm. much my dad, um, but very much, like, Whatever we got to do to, you know, keep our kids out of teen pregnancy, having daughters right. was really scary to both my parents sure. as well. <laughs> scary for me, honestly. That's why I haven't had kids. I'm really nervous about having a daughter. You should be. Yeah, um, okay, thank you. <laughs> that you know of. <laughs> okay, Bryce. As far as easy. you know. Yeah. As far as you know. Um, yeah, because like having girls, especially in that era where it was like, you know, the Britney Spears kind of like women, girls gone wild kind of. Yeah. Thing. Oh, that's a great point. That yep. happening. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so it was like the, they saw the alternative to this is put them in some denim skirts. Yes. And that'll keep the boys Cover away. them all the way up. Mm -hmm. Make sure they are not attractive to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, I, I think it's important to make that point, right? That, and, and your parents sound a lot like my parents. They weren't trying to hurt me. Nope. nope right? Mm -hmm. They thought they were doing the right thing. Yeah. They thought they were doing God's will as yeah. it was communicated to them mm -hmm. by Bill Gothard. Well, everything yeah. that he said, he would always reference a Bible verse. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that really validated it and added yep. weight to it. It was like, oh, well, I mean, obviously that's what it says. Yeah. He, he just brought it up and tied it together so wonderfully. Yeah. yeah. Even though it was like usually without context. Yeah. Like, so uh, like one of the things for girls was like, we all had to like wear our hair long, right? Yes. Because there's a very specific verse in either Psalms or Proverbs that says like a woman's hair is her crown of glory. Oh, so that's Gotham right. Was yeah. Like, Ooh, that means have long hair. Everyone has, every woman needs to have long hair. Mm -hmm. Wait, wait, wait. Are yeah. you telling me that Christians take the scripture out of context whenever they want? <laughs> okay. Wow. That's, that's a big accusation. So but sorry we'll, to tell you. Unreal. They, yeah, they take things literally? Okay. Well, wow. Okay. Yeah. News to me. Hey, Josh, uh, go forward a, a couple slides um, because I really want to keep going. I want to uh, show, okay, right here. Mm -hmm. Show this slide, Josh, uh, because this is, this is Bill Gothard with uh, an entourage of, of young women. Harem. 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 Okay. That's probably the more appropriate word. Mm -hmm. uh, this is, this, this was his, I mean, this is just what he did, right? He, he traveled around the world, 
uh, with a group of young women and underage girls, mm-hmm. right? Entourage, yep. Um, and, and, you know, like we were saying, this cult, uh, the environment for women was, I mean, absolutely toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me a little bit about the rules that, that you grew up with, because oh. that's kind of what I want. I'm, I'm, yeah. I know a lot of people have questioned like, well, it doesn't sound that bad. Mm-mm. I mean, maybe they were a little bit isolated, mm-hmm. but it was the rules. Yeah. Uh, that that would ju- it was like death by a thousand paper cuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it was death by Proverbs thirty one woman. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So your tell me about ringing. yours. You're like, oh god, the flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. So Proverbs thirty one woman was like the biggest deal. It was mm-hmm. that and Titus two, which Titus two does a lot about like women are to be like joyful at home and raise their children to respect their father and blah 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 blah. blah. Um, and so they they again cherry picked a lot of that and somewhere in there they conjured the word virgin, which doesn't mm-hmm. exist in the Bible other than when speaking about Mary. Mm. Um, but it's not like considered like this is a special thing for women to be virgins. Um, but I mean, somehow, it does talk about fornication though. Yes. But if we go far enough back, like the history around that word was more about like, don't sleep with a prostitute. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm out. Yeah. So. Sorry. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's that the point mm-hmm. that you're making and, I, and I'm, I'm joking. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. To make a point here, no, he's yeah, not. He's and not that kidding. is okay. <laughs> and that is that they take these these literal interpretations, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. and apply them vigorously, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, to the point where you are so suffocated, mm-hmm. you don't even know what to do. And and the mm-hmm. goal, as as Bryce and I have talked about, is to ultimately break you, mm-hmm. so yeah. that they can build you back up into the what perfect godly person. Right. right, which is again, super culty, right? Take Very. everything about your personality, shred it down to be one little chess piece that we can move wherever we want it to be. Exactly. Um, and so one of the things that is like really easy to do that they've historically found is that like a pregnant woman is like really easy to control. Ah. And I think that might be like, I don't know if they thought that far out, but so there's the whole thing about like a quiverful, right? Correct. So women think uh, that their like ultimate martyrdom uh-huh. would be to die from having so many children. <laughs> it's like no shit, genuinely. Yes. <laughs> just, and that was like a genuine- It's just so crazy. Yeah, like in our heads, we're like, that's horrendous. But in their head, they're like, no, no, no. If my body is the last vessel that pushes out another life for Jesus, awesome sauce. Yeah. That's the way to go. Yeah. Um, and that really was the mentality too. Mm-hmm. It, it, it really and truly, the, the, women, their job was to support and uh, worship essentially mm-hmm. their their man mm-hmm. and push out babies. Mm-hmm. That was that is what they were good for mm-hmm. uh, in the shiny happy people cult. Yes, right. And receive your husband joyfully, no matter what. Yes. And they kind of they they touched on that, and there were some awful things they talked about. But there were things where I was like, you know, they don't touch on how many child brides mm. are within this, and we're not talking about like twelve year old child brides. I mean, like 16, 17, 18 year old right. child brides. Right who were like, you know, raped on their wedding night by their husband. And mm-hmm. they thought that's what sex is. Yeah. This is what it is. And I have to just mm-hmm. accept that and deal with it. Um, and that, that was uh, very common. Oh yeah. In, in this cult. Mm-hmm. Um, I have friends. It's heartbreaking. Yep. You yeah. know, uh, that that was the first experience. That is what they thought love was, mm-hmm. right? Because they had seen their fathers. Right. And their father also acted the same way. Mm-hmm. So something else that they said to us, um, I. I actually called my mom about this. Uh, they would tell us your virginity belongs to your dad mm-hmm. until your dad gives you away on your wedding day. Mm-hmm. And he is like the keeper of your body. Correct. Right? So now that opens the door for you. And 
this didn't happen to me, but your dad can do whatever he wants That's right. to you because right. you belong to him. And if you step out of that, mm -hmm. now you're disobeying. Correct. You also have to marry whoever your dad says. Yes. Um, which is like when people would say like, oh, so you might have an arranged marriage. And I was like, no, <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. I don't think so, my dad's getting money. Yeah, <laughs> like I was like, we don't there's have any no goats. dowry, right? Yeah, goats. yeah exactly. No goats. That's what Bryce mentioned. Exactly. I think uh, the, the courtship thing, right? Mm -hmm. Is what you're talking about right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. And, and Bryce and I kind of talked about it, but, but once again, this was as we understand it from a man's perspective mm -hmm. we don't really get to experience the fear the guilt um the shame that you had to experience going through that you know fundamentalist christian mm -hmm. arranged marriage process right mm -hmm. yeah now, did, did you ever well let, let me just ask you your perspective on on courtship like what was your understanding of it so my understanding at the time was it is somebody who is pursuing you with the intent to marry you. Correct. And that can happen at any age after about like 15 ish. Mm -hmm. um, but there was no actually like dedicated age, but typically it was like 16 ish. Mm -hmm. um, he had to ask your dad for permission and he would right. come to your dad and your dad would sometimes do like a whole interview process even. Mm -hmm. um, and then if your dad said yes, then he would come to you and pursue you. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever said if you were allowed to say no or not. Right. Um, I remember being like super scared. There were like some guys at our church that I'd be like, don't you yeah like i remember talking to my dad about one guy specifically i was like if he asked the answer better be no right like, I, I heard he was infertile i heard he was infertile. <laughs> <laughs> he works at the radiation i heard plant. he has a soul patch you guys <laughs> and a lot of cocoa butter um, Ooh, ooh <laughs> calling out josh wow uh I, yeah actually I, his name was josh uh, <laughs> None of it. We are not surprised. Yeah, it's there's a lot of Josh's. There's Josh. a lot of Josh's in the cult. A yeah, lot of Andrews. Yeah, a lot of Andrews. Rebecca's and Rachel's. Yep. Mm -hmm. Tons of those. Yeah. A, a, a lot of Graces. There if, were if I'm a being lot real. of Graces. Yeah. But in my experience, they were actually usually like their middle name was Grace. Oh and yeah. And I got really like hoity-toity about it, where I'd be like, "They're not even a real Grace." So like, how can I Grace? <laughs> I'm nice. so much better I'm, than you. Like my name is actually like a name of God. But whatever. <laughs> um, I'm yeah. one of the fruits of the spirit. Uh, so <laughs> and then he goes, did yeah, you, you ever are. go through the courtship process? No, uh, no, you no, never no, did. No, 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 okay. because again, like by that age, like my parents had really started to be like, oh, this is really fucked up yeah. stuff. So we're going to step out of it. Uh, so how old were you when, when your parents kind of distanced themselves from IBLP? Like 15, 16, okay. I think. So okay. like about the age where that probably would have happened. So what's interesting is, um, even though like my dad never had somebody that he had like picked out. And my dad also like walked this weird line where he was in it, but also like interestingly a raging feminist. So he wanted oh. his, yeah, like he wanted his daughters to go to college. Okay. And we did. And that was like a really big deal to him. And it was like, you're gonna do it and like live at home the entire time and stay like chased and all that. But uh -huh. like, he wanted us to be educated. Under his watchful eye. Correct. Yeah. And it had to be like a school that he was okay with and like blah, blah, blah. Um, but Membership he, revoked. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah, I mean, women didn't go to college no, in IBLP. Well, why would nobody they need did. to go to college? Yeah, their job is to raise babies. Yeah. 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 I mean, the, the most that IBLP would endorse, I think some of them did go to Verity College, which was a cult built it was it was the college of shiny happy people mm -hmm. right yeah and i think they were allowed to go there yeah but it wasn't uh, like accredited no like, no you not be even like, remotely this is my pre-med degree no mm -mm. let me go be what a would they now. learn uh, same just, stuff same stuff just not you couldn't yeah. use it for a job or no it was all biblical principles yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's really what verity college was yeah. it, it was not it, any kind of higher education any no academic value 
from everything that I've well, seen. Well, I mean, it, 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 the academic value, you learn, you, I don't know about that college. My brother-in-law had an uncredited engineering degree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's a little, you know, he knew it and learned it. It set him back 10, 15 years. Because yeah. it, it didn't apply anywhere else. He had to go work mm-hmm. for an engineering firm with like very limited things for X amount of years before he could take like the state thing and get credit. It was this yeah. whole deal. Mm-hmm. Set him back. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just crazy. It, it's crazy the hoops that you have to jump through uh, to, to essentially follow these teachings, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's, it's just insane. Yeah. So your, your dad, he, he kind of he pulled back, right? Yeah, so my dad pulled back and again, like they were pretty soft core as it was uh-huh. throughout the entire thing. Like I wore jeans and stuff growing up. Um, uh. It was all still very like big modesty stuff. Like when you look back, it was literally like boys jeans because they like girls jeans were too tight. Right, right, right. And so they were like, no, and like everything had to be like this high of a collar can't like, show the shoulders yeah cannot show a collarbone right like no, no. Mm-hmm. um and so like it was by like their standards my dad was very lenient uh-huh. by normal people's standards my dad was crazy <laughs> like absolutely insane and it's it's such an interesting dichotomy there mm-hmm. right yeah. because you know your, your dad by anyone else's standards mm-hmm. was raising you with an iron fist yep right mm-hmm. but you look inside the cult. Oh, my dad was like a hippie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They were like, you don't do construction work. Yeah. <laughs> what? You Chris. let your daughters run around showing between their, their legs. Yeah. Yeah. They, we could show the bottom half of our knee. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> like it was super. Like it was still very like bunch of hookers. Yeah. 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 Unbelievable. Nine year old me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that was something else is that they were very big on like modesty for girls, like for boys, not really as, I don't know what y'all experienced. Like for me, like we, if we went to like the pool or something, we had to be wearing like these like grungy short kind of like almost like trunks and like a shirt over it Yep. and like a dark shirt. And the guys would be in like a normal swimsuit, Mm -hmm. just like chilling out. Mm -hmm. Um, I and still so, wore a shirt. I, I honestly, I was, no, was I'm serious. Was that a you thing? Yeah. Well, was I, wasn't, that a I wasn't comfortable. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, you Sorry, know? I'm being rude. He didn't want to defraud no, no, was, any women. Mm-hmm. No, I literally was, un, I didn't, my dad didn't go around without his shirt on, like, rare, occasionally during yard work, you know, mm-hmm. but, like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think my mom would have liked it. Mm-hmm. If, if you had been in a pool without a shirt on? Yeah. Uh, see, my, my family didn't have any issue with, with me not having a shirt on, mm-hmm. but my sister, on the other hand, mm-hmm. had to cover up entirely mm-hmm. we need yeah. to have uh, we need to find those those swimsuits those really really I mean, she knows what i'm talking about oh the um they look like 1910s like, yeah yeah they're like bloomers yep. Bro, they're yeah. worse they than 1910s there's like no it, yeah it's, it's it's basically a a onesie if you yeah. go over your head these things will drown you yeah <laughs> yes and that, it was actually a safety issue when i think back on it because they were like cotton shirts i'm sure yeah yeah which and i want to like emphasize there are some religions that are very like also big on modesty for their women and they mm-hmm, you know cover their mm-hmm. hair and cover their entire body however those are things literally written in their scripture that correct say to do that this correct. was something bill gothard invented yeah and, this and, was not and, written in the and, bible and, and i think it's important to distinguish here you know we're, we're not bashing on christianity sure. or, or any other religion right. right what we're bashing on and i wouldn't even say bashing just sharing our experience with is mm-hmm. The, these these rules mm-hmm. that they put in place that there were there was no basis for yeah and, and in addition to there being no basis for it it created this breeding ground mm-hmm. for abuse yeah and, and and that really is the problem to me yeah 
Now, you you were also involved in Vision Forum, mm-hmm. um, which they briefly, I think they briefly mentioned it in the Shiny Happy People documentary. Mm-hmm. Right, Bryce? I don't um, remember. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure they alluded to it, uh, maybe even showed some, some pictures of, of Doug, Doug Phillips, who was the leader. Josh, can you uh, go forward a few slides here? Keep going, keep going. Uh, Doug Phillips, he was the leader of Vision Forum. Yeah, go ahead and show that one right there. Yeah. Um, this was essentially an offshoot mm-hmm. of IBLP. He and uh, Bill Gothard were, were real buddy-buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they partnered up on a lot of stuff. And as a matter of fact, Doug Phillips was also friends, Josh, go to the next slide, with uh, the Duggar family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here is... <laughs> she is, is in labor Doug Phillips, actively. Yeah, presenting <laughs> oh, a Michelle. Mother of the Year award to Michelle Duggar. Oh God! So these, so so Doug Phillips Organization Vision Forum mm-hmm. and IBLP were closely tied together. Besties. Yep. Yeah. So what was what was your experience with Vision Forum? Yeah. Was that before, after, or during, during your time with IBLP? Okay. I knew what Vision Forum was before I understood what IBLP was. Okay. Which was also an interesting thing. And the only analogy I have for that is like we were like around it so much that it was like a fish in water yeah. that I didn't know what it was. Okay. Like this is just life to me. Uh-huh. Vision Forum, I knew what it was because a lot of our homeschool curriculum materials came from Vision Forum. Okay. So we'd get the magazine and it yep. had like the little dolls and the super whatever. Um, and so a lot of our curriculum stuff came out of that. Um, yep. <clears throat> most of the science that I was taught growing up came from those vision forum books and yes. they were like, oh, we have like difficult topics that we're going to cover. Um, most of the entertainment that I consumed as a child came from vision forum. So they made like little radio shows mm-hmm. that we would listen to on like our Walkman. Yeah. Um, and they had like DVDs and stuff. They uh-huh. were like, this is science. And it was yeah, like, these documentaries that mm-hmm. were just outlandish. Yeah. yeah. And they tackled stuff that honestly, looking back, I'm like, that was way over my head as a child. Like I remember a very specific DVD called Mom, Should We Kill Grandpa? And I was like, what? <laughs> wow. I'm being so serious. What? Yeah. What was the premise? It was about- Besides assistant. killing grandpa, obviously. <laughs> it was about like honoring the elderly. And it was oh, about like okay. how assistant, we should like- uh, yeah, I, I want to say I want to be careful here and not say the word that I know you're thinking of. Yeah, uh, um, assisted unaliving. Assisted sewer slide. Sewer slide. That's a good one. I like that too. You're welcome. Wow. Uh, okay, so yeah. this was just like a presentation about. Yeah, it was just like a little DVD that we had. It came in like an, <laughs> it came in a set with a bunch of other stuff about like this is why, you know, abortion is bad and this is why white nationalism is the way and this is like all this stuff and that was I, one of them. I, yeah. gar- I guarantee you, Bill Gothard's like, oh, I didn't think about doing one on that. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably written a book on it since then. First, we're going to uh, start with making sure he signs all these documents. That's the first thing Grandpa gets to do. <laughs> yeah. So the the interesting thing about Vision Forum mm-hmm. is that they were based in Bernie, Texas. Yep. I, I mean, we're, we're in San Antonio. Our studio's in yeah. San Antonio, Texas. That's 30 minutes away from here. Yeah, and I think their house was in San Antonio. Yes, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah. they had a compound, mm-hmm. a literal compound that was like a retreat center mm-hmm. uh, in Bernie. Mm-hmm. They also had a church in Bernie, the mm-hmm. Bernie Christian Assembly. Yep. Um, Which is what my best friend's family went to. Like growing up, that really? was the church they went to. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I, I had a bunch of friends that actually worked with Doug Phillips. Like they were employees of Vision Forum. Mm-hmm. And did they get he, like hatchets and walkie talkies? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure they got all ca- oh, yeah. yeah. What are the hat? What did. Yeah, they were selling hatchets, crossbows. You yeah. could buy armor, dude, because it was the armor of God, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. All those serious they video had, like, games got missed out on. Search and rescue stuff that I was like, why would anybody? Yeah, this? like grappling hooks and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, it was it was actually Night the toys goggles. that you could buy for for boys because they they every year the they put ass. out the Vision Forum family catalog, mm-hmm. right? And the toys for boys, dope. 
The stuff yeah. the girls got? <laughs> Shit. Shit. It was uh, like knockoff American Girl dolls. Yes. They were called like Daughters of Liberty or something. I don't American know. Mother dolls, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And they were based after, one of them was based after Abigail Adams, which uh-huh. is hilarious uh-huh. to me. Um, I My older sister had the Liberty doll specifically, and I was super jealous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah. It, it, all, all of their toys essentially, essentially like reinforced uh, the male and female gender roles or traditional yes. gender roles, right? Yes. And also, so weirdly, yes. And also this weird thing of like boys protecting girls. I remember being a theme. Yes. I very specifically remember there mm-hmm. being like an entire like photo of probably some of Doug Phillips' kids. It I was. I think they yep. modeled for, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of the, like one brother like hugging another one. It was like boys have to protect their sisters. And I remember being like, I wish I had a brother because like nobody protects me. And then looking back, like, I'm glad I didn't have a brother. Yeah. Because there was so much that I've heard from other women. Oh, and like the wolf is in the house, you guys. Yeah. 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 Yes. I mean, Josh Duggar proved Mm -hmm. that beyond a shadow of a doubt. And there's that, that is once again, what happened with the Duggar family, it was a microcosm. Yeah. This was an epidemic. Oh. In this cult. Yeah, which they tell on themselves, by the way. I don't know if you caught when they were doing like the Megyn Kelly interview and they were like, as we have spoken with other families we know, mm-hmm. they've, <laughs> they've had this too. And I was just like, did they just say that on live TV? Which by the way, great imitation of the submissive woman voice that there. That was just what I, that's how we were That, that high breathy voice, Josh, that's exactly the way that you were supposed to talk in the IBLP, uh, the IBLP cult yeah. if you were a woman. Mm-hmm. ASMR 24-7. <laughs> 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 I every now and then when I'm like this is a true story when I need like a giggle um I will picture Michelle Duggar's voice like trying to talk dirty and it just makes me laugh. Oh, <laughs> man. Ew, that's kind of gross we're gonna, all right all right no we're, no, we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> do a whole new series with you reading like romance novels it's gonna be great <laughs> unbelievable uh okay so here's the interesting thing about vision form Josh yeah. go to the next slide please Show uh, Doug Phillips again with his wife. Got him. This is when in 2014, right around the same time that Bill Gothard was being kicked out of his own cult, Mm -hmm. that it was discovered uh, Doug Phillips allegedly, I have to say allegedly a lot right now, uh, was having an affair with the family nanny. Mm -hmm. And I believe, I believe she was underage. I think so. She At was, some point during the yes. alleged abuse, right? Yeah. Or if yeah. not, like, like borderlined right on it, like mm-hmm. 18. Well, actually, the age of consent in Texas is 17, so she might have been, like, there. Yes. Again, with that, like, child it, bride thing. Uh, I, well, only with her parents' consent, though. Yeah. And, and I don't think... Because her dad <laughs> I don't think Dougie her, had yeah. that, you know? No. Uh, so he got kicked out of Vision Forum. <laughs> mm-hmm. Vision Forum completely folded. Yep. Right? The, yep. the board of directors shut down Vision Forum. IBLP, on the other hand... They went ahead and ousted Bill Gothard, so he was no longer in a leadership position. Mm-hmm. Didn't fold IBLP, though. Because there was too much money. Vision so Forum much money. was just like this little baby tree underneath the big tree of IBLP. That's right. And it all flowed together. Um, and so when it folded and IBLP didn't, I think that Bill Gothard technically didn't really step down. He was just at large. Yes. Because um, I remember having a conversation with one of my friends where I was like, well, who's going to lead it now? And she was like, oh, uh-huh. he's still leading it it's like just behind the scenes it's, so and, and and i heard that same rumor mm-hmm. he's still active mm-hmm. today and mm-hmm. we're, we're actually going to be addressing that uh towards the end of this episode uh because it is just it's wild mm-hmm. the fact that he is still out there mm-hmm. he's still publishing materials mm-hmm. people are still defending him yep after everything 
it, it just it, it blows me away. Um, so you had you had this crazy experience, Grace. Brandon, his sister was deeply entrenched mm. in IBLP as well. Yes. Uh, and, and I don't I don't I'm not saying entrenched that, you know, she bought all of this hook, line and sinker. No, uh, no. I, my sister was the rebel. Yes, she was. Her. She was the rebel. Um, and she, you know, well, you, you, you know, she's loud, obnoxious. She throws things. <laughs> wow. She's a, oh, no, wait. She's none of those things. No, my sister not. is. Well, I was so excited. Never mind. Uh, well, she just she doesn't need to be. She's strong. She'd be like, yes, no, that's dumb. And yep. I saw her destroy boys at church. It was awesome. <laughs> um, but uh, she she was working with me. We were both at the Oklahoma City Training Center. Mm -hmm. Of course, she went through Excel, and we both huh. worked at the Dallas Training Center at, at one point. But one of the things that I was really thinking about as far as the whole, like, guys in the cult, girls in the cult, it's not like they were pressuring us to go out and get a good career. No. We just had to hold the line. Yes. Yeah. But women had to do... And all of these other things mm -hmm. and be ready to be under the control. Yes. So Aaron was like a secretary in an office and it, she was young and it was just a lot. It affected her physically. Mm -hmm. They had her in a chair that was way too big for my tiny little sister, yep. neck problems. And just, just in general, that environment for women, mm -hmm. but she doesn't remember a lot of it. Yeah. May, yeah. I, may I ask and. Maybe this should be cut out because maybe I shouldn't ask, but I'm going to ask. Um, did your sister ever have an eating disorder? No. Okay. Not that, that was, I'm aware. Okay. Because disordered eating among women was also like a huge, huge thing. Incredibly, incredibly prevalent. Yeah. Uh, because there was essentially the ideal size for women as well. For Bill, yeah, for mm -hmm. Gothard. Yeah. yeah, well, for Gothard, but but also just in general. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not sure. I don't remember that ever being like biblically based on anything. No, of course not. But they just, I, I can't even remember being like. Gluttony was a sin, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, but not for men for some reason. Uh, <laughs> really big men. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I remember being like in puberty and like women saying stuff to me about mm -hmm. like, oh, like don't blossom too hard. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. 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 And you need to dial your biology back. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Stop Get a little milk. top heavy there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually. But yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because that was, that was another problematic thing, right? Mm -hmm. And then it was like, because if you had that, now you were going to be a distraction to the other men. Uh huh. Absolutely. And yep. that was a whole. That was a whole thing. I just talked about this with one of my friends. Where are you good? Shut up. Are you good? Because <laughs> no, he, he so distracting. Yeah. He goes so distracting. He goes absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. I remember being like again underaged and like fifteen or sixteen ish, and this man that was like a deacon in our church would like catch me in rooms by myself, and he mm. would just say stuff to me like, "You can't, you can't come here looking like that. You can't come here that beautiful." This man was like married with multiple children. Unreal, dude. And I told my dad about it, and my dad was insulted, but he was insulted that somebody would say that to his daughter not like oh you shouldn't say that to a child never addressed it with the guy yeah and the, and i've as i've spoken with other women about this they're like oh yeah that happened to me too mm -hmm. oh yeah that happened to me too like so it was it much. was constant it was mm -hmm. constant and it was always you were to Our blame yeah. yes you were to blame it didn't <laughs> it didn't <laughs> matter just... how much clothing you had on yeah you could even seduce a man with your eyes you could seduce him with your feet Oh, yeah. Bill Gothard had a whole... That man has a foot fetish, are I you, promise Are you, you tapping a beat with your foot right now because I'm... Fe no. <laughs> um, so the reverse of this, which I don't know if other people have thought about, but the reverse of this is I have to make myself compliment a woman mm. because 
absolutely never it was comment yeah. on the way a woman looks. <laughs> yeah. Never. Yeah. And so I literally, you know, I'll, my girlfriend, oh, you know, she looks great. And I have to say it out loud. Say it. She wants to hear it. Say it. Otherwise, I wouldn't say nothing. Well, yeah, because we were brainwashed not to acknowledge mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. We, were, we weren't supposed to acknowledge women in general. Yeah. Unless it was our mom or our sister. Mm-hmm. You, you know, if, if, if we're at a training center and you acknowledge a woman, Mm-hmm. I mean, off to the prayer room. Far, far be it for me to actually compliment a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, off to the prayer room. Exactly. And if you did compliment a woman, it had to be very specific, like biblical nature kind of stuff, where it's like you're very organized. Mm, you have such a bright countenance. You're wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> you look like you can bear that's many how, children. <laughs> 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 Ew, Josh. Those are that's biblical. Hips. That's biblical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Childbearing hips. For <laughs> Under that denim. What is your skirt from uh, goodwill? How many, how many kids do your grandparents have? I'm just kind of look at geology. Yeah, are you? <laughs> genetically predisposed to give yeah, me yeah, a, yeah. a quiver pull. I need an army. Uh, yeah. I, you know, at going back to, to that, that foot comment, mm-hmm. Grace, uh, so there was, uh, I think it was a comment on, on one of the other episodes where a, a lady shared about how she got in trouble. I believe it was at the Northwoods yeah. training center. Yeah. Uh, because she had gone for a run and took off her muddy shoes to go back to her room. Horrible. They caught her barefoot yeah. And she got spoken to about that. Mm-hmm. I, it's it's this kind of stuff mm-hmm. that's just absolutely insane, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, because certainly in the Old Testament, no one ever walked around barefoot. No, they had their they Stockings. had their whole feet covered mm-hmm. at all times, right? Mm-hmm. I'm being incredibly sarcastic just to show the the how ludicrous it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it was, it was all very based on like a 1950s ideal that didn't exist. Yeah. And they did talk about that a little bit in the documentary where they're like, it was a white Anglo version mm-hmm. of what, honestly, their, their fantasy of yeah. what it was. So when they would say stuff like, we're going back to like our, you know, our roots and what America was founded mm-hmm. on. And I was like, most mm-hmm. of the founding fathers that y'all hero worship were yeah. gay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Denial is a river in Egypt. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'm saying they would have, like, yeah, they, right. They, they would have had an issue with it. Ab- right. Absolutely. Yeah. And and, and you're right. It, it was this this uh, this retro uh, society that they wanted to go back to, like mm-hmm. the 1950s. Um, which surprise, surprise, in the 1950s, uh, abuse was rampant. Oh yeah. In American households. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's just it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I I can't specify enough or stress enough how this cult created monsters. Yeah. That is the fruit that this cult bore, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, the, this cult loves to use Bible verses. Bryce, you, you mentioned it. Well, you said Bible verse. Really, it's scripture, right? Scripture. Scripture. Uh, loves to, to validate everything they say with Bible verses. Mm-hmm. And there's one verse, I don't know what it is, but it's, it's essentially, you shall know them by their fruit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The fruit that this cult bore was always rotten. Yeah. And so at some point you have to take a look at it and say, okay, well, do we just need to throw the whole thing away? Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think I think you do. Yeah. That, that's kind of the difference between this and the traditional thought process of a cult. Because in a traditional cult, any leader that sees somebody coming up and being like them, he like gets rid of that person. Mm-hmm. Right. And in this cult, it's like, ah, as many people like me as possible. Yes. Yeah. And it's wild and all over the world. Let's make a bunch of clones. That's yeah. really great. Mm-hmm. It's narcissism. Yeah, exactly. Like the guy's a huge narcissist. I'm pretty sure he still thinks he did nothing wrong. 
Oh, course. I guarantee you he yeah. still thinks he does. And we're going to, as, as soon as we take a look at his active social media, Bill Gothard's active social media, uh, we, we will see that. Okay, so Bill Gothard, as we know, mm -hmm. uh, was obsessed with submission to authority, right? Like that was his whole thing. That's what, that was the principle that a lot of IBLP was, was based on is you must be in submission to your authority so that you are not exposed to the, the attacks of the evil one, the devil, right? Um, as I said, the shiny happy people cult was a breeding ground for manipulation, exploitation, and abuse, and women suffered the most in this toxic environment. Mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, I cannot stress enough that, that this, this is the reality mm -hmm. of IBLP. Yeah. Um, men in the cult maintained all the power, mm -hmm. right, and the control, mm -hmm. and women fell into this subservient role. And like I said, their their primary job was just to to, to validate and support their men, mm -hmm. right? And have babies. And and, and have babies. That's right. And, and so this was addressed uh, in depth in, in the Shiny Happy People documentary, right? Mm -hmm. And and one of the the women that was featured heavily in this documentary was Laura Smith. Um, now, I I had a a brief relationship with Laura Smith. I don't even remember how I originally met her. Bryce, you might remember better than I do, honestly. Well, like I met her through Crossings, uh, with the Crossings group, you mm. know what Crossings is. Crossings was before Facebook. Somebody set up a, uh, a webpage for um, all of us that were in the program to stay connected mm. without being pin pals. Um, and so occasionally we would all meet up. There's a bunch of us here in Texas and we'd all meet up and hang out and and Did we meet at a things. bowling alley or something like that? You and me? No, no, me and me and Laura. I don't know. I don't think I was there. I I, I honestly don't remember how she and I got in touch, uh, but we started communicating, you know, quite a bit. Uh, this was after the cult or during? This is right after I got out of the cult, oh, like okay. a year, maybe two after I got out of the cult. Okay. Um, I, I we shared a lot of the experiences that we both had at, at you know training center. She had she had been to the Indianapolis training center, mm. uh, just like I had. Um, and, she and we had been to the prayer room. She had been to the prayer room, mm -hmm. just like I had. Um, I don't want to share anything that that she, you know, personally, yeah. you know, told me, just because I, I want to respect her. She didn't talk about it on the documentary, and so, so I don't really want to address it. But um, you, you know, we talked a lot. Um, we we shared a lot of um, just a lot of our own experiences, mm -hmm. right? Uh, we ended up hanging out a couple times. Uh, I remember one time in, in, in particular, we went and saw uh, a movie together. Once again, don't remember what movie because I was highly intoxicated. Um, but I do I do remember after the movie, we went and sat in my car and we I mean, we talked for at least a couple hours. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we were we were both still, I mean, very, very damaged mm -hmm. for, from being in this cult. Uh, and, and ultimately, we just kind of lost touch. Mm -hmm. um, and then we. <laughs> we both continued down a pretty dark path. Um, I mean, most people are familiar with, you know, the years I spent abusing drugs and alcohol. Um, and I think she mentioned in the documentary that she ended up in, in jail yeah. uh, at least a couple times, right? Yeah, she um, mentioned that. I was like, okay, I didn't know that. I had no idea. But I was really yeah. oblivious. Yeah. We, we lived together. I had no idea he was drunk and or high most of the time. Mm -hmm. Just Because he just didn't know what that looked like? Or? Yeah. That's oh, part okay. of it. That's yeah. part of it, yeah. And just sometimes that was my regular. <laughs> sometimes it's like funny. Sometimes no, no, he no. forgets things. No, no, uh, this guy was a professional. Yeah, I really, oh, I really was. Fair enough. But I, I mean, I mean, I think yes, it was. It was lack of education, mm -hmm. complete unawareness. You had no idea because no. neither of us. I, I mean, the same, same for me. 
Bryce and I weren't educated on this stuff. We were yeah. never exposed to it. We had yeah. no idea what it looked like. Yep. Um, I was just lucky enough to find um, cocaine uh, on my own, just all on my own. All mm. by yourself. Um, you know, a, a lot of people have have struggled dealing with life after IBLP mm -hmm. uh, for various reasons. Uh, you know, for for me, it was it was a lot of the isolation. It was the brainwashing. Um, and once you're exposed to the real world, it, it really is a culture shock. Mm -hmm. um, and that's one of the things that we're going to address um, in, in, a, in an upcoming episode is just what it's been like after. What it's like recovering from this stuff. Uh, because it's... Uh, it, Roller coaster. It's a lifelong. It really is. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're right. It is a lifelong process. Yeah. Uh, Deprogramming some of this stuff. I, I managed to speed it up quite a bit with... Uh, with my substance abuse. A lot of brain cells. <laughs> we, we, we went through different uh, processes. He flushed the memories completely, did a reset. Yeah. I married somebody I probably shouldn't have yeah. and then got out of that. And it was this whole, uh, you know, I have all those memories. So we were trying to figure out how many years I would need to do hardcore addiction to get rid of some memories. But <laughs> I said you know, like- Therapy is an option, guys. No, 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 absolutely not. No, no. you just need to, to shoot dope for like three years and you should be good. Yeah. Good to go, um, good to know. You know, it's just, uh, it's, it's the shame and the guilt mm -hmm. that you deal with after the fact that you really have to separate yourself from. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what, that's what was the hardest thing for me. Uh, and I'm sure you, you had a similar experience, Grace. Yeah. I mean, being able to separate yourself, detach mm -hmm. from all these rules uh, that had governed your life for mm -hmm. so long. Uh, I mean, how, how do you think? How do you think you accomplished that? I don't think I have yet, mm. to be completely honest, because I still have. Um, I mean, there's like the regular PTSD stuff, right, where you have sure. like the nightmares of things. But mm -hmm. then also, I still have tendencies where I'm like, uh, I find myself really worrying about if I've pleased my boyfriend or not, and he's like, "You need to calm the." Mm. <laughs> but all the time I'm like, are you mad at me? And mm. he's like, no, I am making a sandwich. I'm like, should I have made it for him? Like, absolutely. I'm, I'm yes, super yes. dead serious, you guys. <laughs> like I have, I have to like stop myself mm. from serving him all the time. Yeah. And um, I remember like when I lost my virginity, having like huge, like, oh my gosh, what have I done? Mm. What have I done? Everything else you can kind of undo and ask for forgiveness. And it's like, it never happened. But this thing, somebody broke my eye. Like, I don't know if I can say that on this podcast. No, you can. You totally can. <laughs> like, you can, there's surgeries now that you can get that back. Uh, I'm good. Okay. Born again um, virgin? Just, but yeah. I'm good. But like, there's there's still a lot of like shame and guilt over that. I still, I was just talking about this with my therapist where I was like, I still have this feeling of like, I did, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing in life mm. because I'm not doing any kind of like ministry kind of right. changing the world, having mm -hmm. a baby, mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. Well, and, and I think that's what is difficult for people who haven't experienced this to understand mm -hmm. is how deeply that brainwash that yeah. it, I mean, it just permeates everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's a process, mm -hmm. uh, to unwind yeah. those years of teaching that were, that were beat into you mm -hmm. literally, oh. uh, literally beat into you, but also, mm -hmm. uh, you know, mental and, and emotional manipulation mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. And because like, you know, you can't ever ignore because they made this about God. If you pursue a relationship with God outside of it, which I'm still a Christian, mm -hmm. there is this weird thing where I have to still disentangle mm -hmm. a lot of that stuff and mm -hmm. be like, God is not mad at me mm -hmm. for wearing pants. God right. is not mad <laughs> at me for, you know, drinking or whatever it is. Like kissing a boy before marriage. He, mm -hmm. is he mad at you for that? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's actually another documentary coming out. Um, uh, it's called Until the Truth, and it illustrates in graphic detail uh, how brutally horrendous 
the shiny happy people cult really is for women um bryce and i both uh watched the trailer uh it is tough to watch i'm gonna just uh, trigger warning if if you decide to go watch the trailer for until the truth uh bryce what can can you share a little bit about so i i don't i was watching uh one of my uh, favorite movies just because i needed that kind of a mental break Mm -hmm. And I saw this thing pop up, and people posted the uh, the trailer. And I'm like, mm, okay, let's see what this one's about. And it's an eight minute trailer, which is crazy mm-hmm. as far as trailer go. But I was just, it it finally like hit me, which is gonna sound weird that this is what made this hit me. Mm. Um, as these women were discussing what had happened to them, and what Gothard did to them physically, what he actually did, mm-hmm. it just, I was like, I suppose supported this person Mm. i worked for this person i spread his message and i supported him and it just was too much and i Mm. lost it for the longest i've ever lost it in a long time Mm. it was i didn't go to work today i couldn't i was like Mm. no i didn't sleep much i just i texted you Mm -hmm. and i texted my sister Mm -hmm. and tried to gather myself on the couch and not wake anybody up Mm -hmm. but for whatever reason that documentary I think it's going to be, it's more in depth, mm-hmm. more about the abuse, less, there's, I don't even know if they mentioned the Duggars, but mm-hmm. it was just like, holy crap. Yeah. I cannot believe. Mm-hmm. And I was just oblivious yep. doing my thing. And, and, and a lot of us were, and, and, and I mean, you, you can hear Bryce getting emotional about it. I, I got emotional about it. Um, it's, it, it is, uh, it's deplorable. Um, if anything like that had come close to happening to my sister mm-hmm. i don't know i might be in jail i, I is just i can't i can't even phantom yeah something like that it, it's it's just uh it's brutal yeah uh it really is brutal um and, and i think that's what what people don't understand mm-hmm. um and you see a guy like bill gothard still active on social media yep. it's just like holy hell what what is happening mm-hmm. uh josh can you can you go to the next slide uh, because, uh, keep going. Um, I want to keep going. I want to go ahead. Okay. This one right here. This is, uh, Bill Gothard's Facebook page and Twitter. Uh, he is active on both. I believe they are heavily, heavily moderated. Um, this is his, uh, you know, this is current status. He is, like I said, he's writing prolifically, uh, still publishing books, manuals, you know, whatever. Um, when, when the shiny happy people documentary came out, there was a, a firestorm of activity on on his Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Now his Facebook page is very heavily monitored. And and Josh, can you can you go to the next slide? Uh, because this is going to show. Yeah, right here. Um, someone commented on on a post that he had made, saying my my last comment was deleted. Anna, a moderator uh, for Mr. Gothard, says your comment was about allegations of sexual abuse. There was no sexual abuse ever. All such matters were in the massive $8.5 million lawsuit that, as you likely know, ended with all plaintiffs withdrawing their complaints. This is what he is saying right now. He is denying everything, Mm -hmm. trying to act like it never happened, not taking one ounce of accountability for the way he destroyed people. Yeah. Uh, And it just blows me away now his facebook is heavily monitored his twitter on the other hand josh go to the next slide his twitter uh 
this one's fun uh, because people are just going crazy. Can I? On uh, his Twitter account. is undefeated. <laughs> I have an idea. Um, if you're going to go on Twitter and put Gothard on blast and uh, and whatnot, should we introduce the hashtag No Umbrella? No Umbrella. That that's a great hashtag. I think uh, maybe hashtag Cancel Gothard. Would be a good sure. one too. Do, do both. I like the guy's I like eighty-eight the years old. Life yeah. is about to cancel him anyway. <laughs> uh, you know, but uh, I, it, it's 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 interesting because I don't I don't have any resentment uh, or, or bitterness towards towards IBLP. Oh, good for you. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice. Can't yeah, relate. I, I mean, oh, I, you sound like so balanced. And well, no, I'm not. Oh, yeah. I'm Somebody definitely not. Coke. I think that helps. <laughs> but you know, I was able to process through a lot of that, uh, a lot of the you know uh, feelings that I had towards my upbringing, the cult when, when I got sober. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's an advantage I think th- that I have uh, because a lot of my friends haven't had that opportunity um you know so i you know it it infuriates me though Mm -hmm. that this guy is still active out there that he is still spewing these poisonous words Mm -hmm. and people are still buying into it Mm -hmm. defending him on social media saying that the shiny happy people documentary blew it out of proportion it wasn't Wasn't that that bad bad. y'all no it was just 30 women yeah that came forward 34 thank you and counting that yeah that came forward for the lawsuit never mind the ones that that Uh, didn't it it just it 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 just blows me away yeah and it's really interesting to me that he had the or whoever the moderator said something to the degree of like all of this has been like withdrawn Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm, if you've mm -hmm. ever been through that process of the like legal process of accusing and convicting somebody of rape it Mm -hmm. is the like it is arguably worse than the actual offense itself Mm -hmm. to go through I've had a couple friends go through this process and it's horrendous. Yeah. And most of the time it nothing happens right. to the offender ever. So like none of that surprised me. And I'm just like these poor, poor, poor women. And and Gothard will say, allegedly, whatever, in my opinion, uh, that these women dropped the lawsuit because they knew they couldn't win. Not the case. Not the case at all. It was money, mm-hmm. uh, because Gothard had the backing of a sixty million dollar a year enterprise. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also the fact that he threatened to countersue them yeah. and basically, allegedly, in my opinion, intimidated them into dropping out because mm-hmm. uh, he was going to drag them through the mud. Mm-hmm. Um, and you he know. had more money to keep doing that. Yeah, of course. They could just keep going as long as they wanted to. And these women. Because you know. IBLP is a cash cow. Yeah. Yeah. And these women just need to submit to the Shut men in their up. lives. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and be silent. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think. Um, I think if, if people are so inclined, feel free to go and, you know, really uh, blow up his social if, media. Yeah, if like you're on Twitter, <laughs> if you've ever been curious about Twitter, if you thought maybe Twitter's for me, yeah. you may be entitled. <laughs> feel free to go flame this guy. Yeah. Um, now, we, Bryce, we mentioned we were going to talk about uh, Jim Holt. Uh, Jim and his wife, Bobby Holt, uh, they were featured heavily in the Shiny Happy People documentary as close friends of the Duggars, right? They kind of had a told you so attitude throughout the whole documentary, uh, which rubbed me the wrong way as I was watching it. Cause it was like, okay, if, if, if you saw these things going on, why didn't you speak up Jim and Bobby Holt? What's going on? Um, the Holt's appearance on shiny, happy people was filmed two years ago. Yeah. And I think that's, that's something that maybe people didn't realize, but this was filmed two years ago. Um, and since then there has, uh, 
Jim Holt has experienced a little scandal of his own. Uh, Bryce, you want to you yeah, explain what I, happened there? I just started seeing a lot of articles and people be like, uh, yeah, FYI, uh, she and I think her son, mm-hmm. so, um, what's her name, Bobby? Bobby, Holt, yep. And her son have like a restraining order yes. against Jim. Yes. And it sounds like he's basically doing all of the things that we know the Duggar family, the yep. beatings and oppressive and I don't know about other types of abuse but a lot of alleged a abuse. lot of alleged mm-hmm. abuse and so now he's got a restraining order and he's yeah. not supposed to be around his family I don't know if they're divorced or not but yeah, I, don't, uh, I don't know where the separation stands definitely separated so it was interesting we saw the documentary immediately we started reading that and we're like wait what are they doing to get oh two years ago oh okay yep. that makes sense but but the crazy the crazy part about this right and, and Josh can you show the next slide um I think it's yeah the crazy part about this um, is that there was most likely allegedly abuse happening while they're filming this mm-hmm. yep. uh, for Prime Video, right? And no one knew. Nobody knew. And he certainly wasn't going to mention it, right? But once again, this just goes back to the point we've already made. You will know them by their fruit, right? Mm-hmm. This is what IBLP produces. Mm-hmm. This is this is the eventual outcome. Yeah, I, sorry, I know y'all were going to talk, but I want to say something real quick. Um, I remember when like the trial of Josh Duggar was happening Mm. and I don't know if y'all were on Reddit at the time. Reddit was a playground of just like Duggar snark. Uh They were talking uh about Bobby. When she testified against Josh, Uh she talked about, they actually kept him in their home during like the trial. There was like a thing where people, he wasn't being held in jail. Yeah. He wasn't being held in jail but he couldn't be around children and all of their children were like adults adults and even so, though they almost arranged marriage their daughter yeah to, to josh. josh duggar yeah yeah mm-hmm. and i was like yeah. they're really glo- like glossing over that fact that mm-hmm. he stayed in their home during the trial mm-hmm. and she talked about not feeling comfortable with him in the home mm-hmm. and jim saying we're gonna do this and when they like questioned her on it she was like i submitted to my husband just over and over and over and they're like but how'd yep. you feel i submitted to my husband mm-hmm. and she wouldn't ever say like i didn't fucking want him in my house yeah that's, and, that's so when the, this came out i was like yeah that makes sense that's the fundy uh, equivalent of I plead the fifth. Yeah, mm-hmm. I submitted to my was husband. Was this yeah. a really bad decision? <laughs> I submitted to my husband. And, and and Josh, pull that picture up again. Show that picture again. Uh, no, 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 not yeah. Nope, nope. The 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 one of uh, Jim and Bobby Holt. Yeah, right there. Look at the way she's looking at him. Right. Just like I mentioned, your yeah. voice. Uh huh. Grace, the the IBLP the little, like, voice. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot of little things that um I still find myself doing that I have to stop myself from doing. Yeah. Where it's like. If the man in charge of you is talking, like you have yeah. to be looks like fully turned, yes. listening to him intently, because yes. that's how you show respect. Uh-huh. If you watch the interviews with the Duggar girls, yep. uh, with their husbands, they still do it. Jill mm-hmm. still, when Derek is like talking, she'll just kind of be like looking up at him. Mm-hmm. Super. Yeah. That's the that's the sign of submission, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and that's exactly what's happening here. I'm amazed her hand is on his knee, actually. Yeah, that is. I. I that's not normal. I no, 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 no. You guys are missing the point. Is she Notice, a top? No, no, no. Notice how her arm is blocking his arm. She's keeping his hand off of her knee. Oh, oh you think right, that's what it is? Got the thumb. Yeah, she's huh. she's like could be. Stop <laughs> touching <laughs> me. This is a, this is a Trump and Melania moment, pants, you know? But damn. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, you know th- this th- this whole thing once again just produces it. It is a. It creates a toxic environment. Mm-hmm. This this cult, the principles that it's founded on, uh, the teachings that it endorses, produce uh, uh, just abuse. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's what it results in. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think I think it is important uh, to call that out. 
yeah. because there are a lot of people that will still say, well, the teachings were good. It was just Bill Gothard was the problem. No, mm-hmm. no. Or they'll do the opposite and they'll say, but Bill Gothard was fine. Some families took it too far. Oh, absolutely not. Which I've heard a lot. Like mm-hmm. so many people be like, well, that wasn't like what Mr. Gothard meant. And there were Bullshit. families that did this. And the truth of it is absolute power always corrupts, right? So when you put men in absolute power, they're going to corrupt. There was, um, when they said the thing, like every father was a cult leader mm-hmm. and every house was an island. Mm-hmm. That was exactly yeah. correct. Chef's kiss. Yep. I keep interrupting you. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Please Listen, you're allowed to interrupt now. Okay. You're not yeah. in the cult anymore. You don't have to. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. We're never having. I mean, I am the leader. Yeah. I am the leader Sorry, of this podcast. Bitch. I am the leader of this podcast, Grace. You should submit to. <laughs> you drive a Dodge Grand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, old school SNL reference there, Bryce. Very well done. Um, okay, so you know, in in the next episode, uh, we're going to be talking a lot about um, you know some of the programs uh, that Bill Gothard implemented, uh, including. Um, character first, yeah, uh, which really took IBLP mainstream. Uh, that that's that's really what character first was was able to do. It was able to get them into schools, governments, uh, police, and fire departments, first responders, all kinds of civic institutions, right? Um, so we're going to be talking about character first. We're also going to be talking about um, alert. Uh, that is the scariest one to me, dude. Uh, alert was uh, essentially IBLP's is. paramilitary. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Bryce, is because IBLP and alert are still active today. And I've so I posted a a, a short video on social media, just kind of explaining alert and, and, you know, kind of my feelings about it, how dangerous it was. Mm -hmm. That's what started initiating some of the hate mail that I'm getting now. Um, People reacting to, well, alert was fine. Alert alert was fine. It was separate from IBLP. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was all There's part There's so of... many programs that they separated. Oh, yeah, of course. Even way back in the day, they're like, no, oh, no, we're not part of that thing. It's like, yeah, everybody's from there. Yeah. Uh, they're, it's all the same tree. They're, they're all part of it, right? Yeah. Um, Before you wrap. Yeah. So we talked a lot about training centers last time. Um, my particular training center, like the food was always kind of up and down. And we talked about how I had uh, the multi-tool on my belt and things like that. Yeah. But I became known for something else. Oh. And people would specifically sit next to me at certain dinners okay. for a reason, and I brought it. I found it. Oh, my goodness. We've got a special reveal on the Strapped podcast? to my hip, okay. on my belt, under the jacket. Oh, my. Oh, okay, Bryce. <laughs> this is a wow. Tabasco sauce belt holder. And wow. people were like, hey, hey Brandon, you got the. You got the you sauce, got, bro. Got, and I was like, "Yeah, man, I got, I'm like, I got, I got garlic uh, Tabasco sauce. It's pizza." And I like, oh, yeah, just do it. And that was allowed. That was that was sanctioned. Yes, there was wow. a lot of a lot of Texans up there in was Oklahoma. They were like, "Please, God." That wasn't considered contraband. I'm surprised. <laughs> honestly, please, some flavor. Spicy is the the flavor of the devil or something, mm-hmm. right? Um, you gotta get that whole wheat down. Unbelievable. Yeah, and <laughs> and uh, and Bryce actually shared his his multi tool. Yeah, your Gerber multi tool. Josh couldn't get it open, which was hilarious watching him try to struggle with this thing. This I mean, this was this was a necessary I mean there were some there was some idiots that were carrying Leathermans. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have the Gerber. See, the shade, Bryce. Watching, wow. Uh, shading the shading the leather yeah. boys. Unbelievable. <laughs> This is, uh, I have no idea how to do this. I would All right, uh, here. I'll, I'm gonna be. This is, yeah, try this to is your moment. try to keep your pants on. Are you okay. ready? <laughs> Woo! There we Woo! go. 
Wow. My legs time. were crossed the time. <laughs> that chair is soaking wet now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I also wanted to share a throwback picture of Bryce oh and I. Oh, uh, Josh, if you could advance. I hate you. I think it's, yep, there we go. Show that. That is me and Bryce right after we originally met in uh, New Braunfels, Texas, I believe. Yes. Uh, that is, that Wait, is Bryce with the infamous baseball coach goatee. Yep. This was before the beard, but after the clean shaven. I think that's my fake leather jacket. Yep. I think we're, we might both be wearing fake leather, actually. We I don't were, know if mine we was real or not. We were at a uh, restaurant. You're, you've stolen some poor woman's sunglasses. <laughs> I'm telling you for a fact, you did not own those. Okay. okay. Well, I will agree to disagree. I think I probably bought them, but uh, Bryce insists that I took them from a girl, which is probably accurate. Less Once embarrassing. Again, who are we going to believe in that scenario? Yes. Right? Because Who's memory. What year this, is this? Oh, gosh. Um, okay, early two so thousands. We we were no no not early. Not, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. It was probably when like you 2000s. say early two thousands, I'm thinking before two thousand five. But no, that's not what that means anymore. Yeah. Um, so this was like two thousand eight. I want to say. No, dude. This was like two thousand four, two thousand five. No, we were rooming together, and we were not rooming together. In no, this is before you and I became roommates. Okay. This is when I was in. Uh, this is, I think I was in Canyon Lake at this point. Really? Yeah. That is an old picture. Yeah, that's that's an old boy right there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we were thick as thieves back then, but I was also extremely inebriated. Yep. Otherwise intoxicated at all times. This picture, no exception. Uh, I was blitzed. I I noticed you didn't show the, uh, the picture without the sunglasses. Hey, listen, we can show that on another one with my princess crown. Uh, that he also did not steal. Absolutely horrifying. That 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 one I definitely stole that one. That one I for (laughs) sure stole. Um, before we close though, I just, um, I, I wanted to mention that, uh, you know, I've gotten a lot of messages uh, from a lot of different people from all walks of life, all ages, all backgrounds, um, just sharing uh, their support, uh, their own experience. Uh, I got an email yesterday that that blew me away. It was it was actually kind of crazy. You know, this is when Bryce and I were, were talking last night uh, when, when he was having some difficulty. Right. Um, kind of remembering all this stuff. And right around that time, I got an email from a guy. Uh, basically telling me how much he appreciated uh, what Bryce and I were sharing. And that just, I mean, it, it hit me so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, as uh, as much as Bryce and I are trying to put ourselves out there, it's people like you, Grace, um, like Brandon's sister, um, like so many other women uh, that that were embedded in this cult and managed to, to come through on the other side to create good in the world. Um, and... I, I just uh, th- thank you all for your support from the bottom of my heart. Um, your messages mean so much. Uh, it, it's really incredible to see. Uh, and we're going to keep doing this. Uh, we're, we've got a, a few more episodes to go. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm really excited to, uh, to hear more stories. Grace, thank you so much for being here, uh, for being brave enough to share. Uh, I know that this stuff isn't easy. Um, <laughs> Bryce and I have joked after every every episode that uh, well time to go to therapy. Yep. Uh, yep. Fortunately, you are you actually have yeah, a therapist. Yeah, I went today. And you, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, preemptive and therapy was a great call. About. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure you'll be following up with your therapist. Yep. But yeah, thank you genuinely uh, so much for being here, sharing with us. Um, and uh, I, I can't wait to uh, I can't wait to to dig into some more of this. Once again, thank you all so much for your support. Uh, I, I really really do appreciate it. I love you.